Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode eight of season two of Theories and Thoughts podcast with your host is Anya and Fancy. Hey, y'all. Hey, um, I am so excited about today's guest because I like men with beards. So stay tuned. <laughs> and I particularly like black men with, with beards. Um, so y'all stay tuned for that. I just that just caught my my thought right in the middle of it. <laughs> So how you doing, Fancy? I'm good. I had a full weekend. Um, thank you to the LM Experience for inviting me to speak to um, the for the Her Story event, Women Who Lead, Her Story 2021. So I did that on Friday and Saturday. And then on Sunday, I had an interview um, between sisters on yesterday. Um, I helped moderate a room on Clubhouse. So yeah, with Miss Doreen, so I, yeah, I'm like I might just crash after this. How you doing? You peopled out. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Um, as you know, yesterday I found out that I will be in the hotel for a month and a half. Um, until May first. For those who are keeping up with the story, my apartment was flooded here, um, in Dallas, and um, but insurance is paying for it. I just have to pack up everything. And then gonna have to unpack. I'm really not looking forward to that, but I have things in mind, so I don't want to go to another apartment complex. People were saying, "Why you just don't go to another apartment complex?" But the thought is, I want to buy a house later, you know, and I don't want to get under another lease and all of that. So I rather just do that and be done with it. I'm comfortable. I'm safe. I'm good. And then they put a microwave in my room today, so. Oh, when that's nice. I have to walk across the hotel <laughs> to the microwave. I didn't so, even know they do something like that for you. That was nice of them. Yeah, because I'm at the courtyard. And, you know, other hotels or whatever may have them in the room. They actually don't. Or maybe they didn't gotten away from that. Because I remember before they used to have them in there. But a lot of things have changed since I first started traveling. So, Yeah. And I'm sorry, um, if I'm looking down, I have something going on business-wise. I just realized this, so just letting you know. I'm here, but um, I have something, yeah, I need to respond to. Okay. Um, okay. Hi, BMFNTZ. Hello. How you doing tonight? Um, <laughs> so speaking of Dallas, Lee Merritt, who most of you guys know, from being a civil rights attorney has decided to run for district attorney in this upcoming election. I think it's a great idea. Um, we had a black district attorney before, Craig Watkins. No, was it Craig? Yeah, it was Craig Watkins. Um, and he did a lot for the Innocence Program, if I'm not mistaken. And um, so that was really good. Then he, he was followed by a white woman, black woman, black woman. So we've been seeing us in there um, for a while now, which is great. And now it's a black man and Lee Merritt will be putting his hat in the race. Um, a lot. If you don't know who he is, he um, he had he did the Bolton John case. He did the case that was in. Um, was it Atlanta with the boy with the guy that was on the um, who was neighboring? Yeah, my Arbery. I want to say he was the attorney for that as well. He's been very vocal about what has happened in Collin County out here. Um, there was a young man, and we didn't get to touch on it. 
because I didn't find out a whole lot about it, but there was a young man who was um, disabled. He was mentally dis um, had di mental disabilities going on, and he was sitting in his car smoking weed. Or that, so they thought. I don't think they even found that. And someone said that, you know, he was a big black man. He was sitting there. They were scared. So they called the police. And from him being who what he was, you know, the disability or whatever, they um, they put him in jail. And from what I understand, the way that they were restraining him or what have you caused his injuries, and he died. Oh wow! So Lee Merritt has been very vocal about that as well. Yeah, he's a civil rights attorney. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, I, uh, I spoke with him once on Clubhouse. He seemed legit, and he and he's also really big on therapy. So, I think um, that would be a good position for him. You know, he even well, he used to anyway on Clubhouse. Like um, people were asking suggestions about therapists and so on, and so he would kind of you know share his tips. And I remember one time he was even on his way to therapy. I think as he spoke with us, so he seems like he's a stand-up guy. Yeah, he seems really, really, really stand-up. Um, of course, I checked him. He's um, married with some kids, so that's always a good. I like to see men with families. I don't know. That's just me. Black men with families, I like to see that. Yeah. So, um, and he's young, so that works too. Yeah. On black men with families. <laughs> In the news. Stand up guys. Huh? I said in stand-up guys. And stand-up guys. Um, wait, but let me say this first, and I didn't I didn't bring this up. So sweetie and uh Quavo, you know, that oh. whole Kabako, Shabako, whatever. I, I posted the other day. I don't know if you've seen it. And I said, um, all these girls with these bodies didn't fix their bodies and all they men cheat on them. Meanwhile, on my 600 pound life, they <laughs> stand locked in, baby. They is locked in. They like, what's up, ma? <laughs> what else you want? Eat some more here. I mean, look, so y'all gonna get this for baby. And that's all I got. <laughs> But <laughs> so the situation with Derek Jackson. Now, I wasn't very familiar with Jer Derek Jackson. I would always see, um, of course, I've seen where, he, you know, a post here and there, but I never listened to it. I never sat there to listen to it. I'll see or I'll see um, words above his name and different things like that. So for those who have been living underneath a rock, Derek Jackson um, cheated on his wife. And so after that whole shabacle, they're saying that that happened. They say it happened a long time ago. It happened last year. That's not a long time ago. That was just last year. We didn't even come to that part of the year yet. So that wasn't a long time ago. Um, so yesterday they decided to, um, they decided to, um, what's wrong? No, I'm sorry. I'm laughing because I'm thinking about the parody I saw of it, but okay, go ahead. Oh, and so yesterday the wife decided the wife sat down with him and everybody's been talking about her in this bonnet but i don't think it was a bonnet somebody said it was a knit hat and i actually have some of those knit hats nevertheless the first thing i seen was what made me go watch it was the first thing was um how your mistress show up dress looking good from head to toe and you put and you bring your wife on this live looking like this then with a bonnet on, then I kept seeing the stuff with her, like getting her out of bed, like 
he waking up. Come on, let's do this live. And I thought it was hilarious. So I wanted to go see what it was what they were talking about. Then after I watched it, people were saying, you know, sis didn't care because she had all that bonnet and she didn't have on a good bra. So it was crazy. I actually watched Tasha King last night because I wanted to get some more. I, I felt like being nosy, I guess. And Tasha K had a statement from the mistress and the mistress. What got me with the mistress was this part. And I'm going to let you talk. I'm sorry. Um, what got me with the mistress, she was like, yeah, I went to that house and all her stuff was still there. But they yeah. were supposed to be separated. She was like, yeah, she was in Colorado, he said. Now, to the mistress point, she said that she spent his birthday with him. So... I would have thought they were separated too. I won't lie. But when I got to that house and all her stuff still there, her feminine items, her face wash, all of that stuff is still there. You know, when we leaving, we gonna pack up all that. If we don't take the rest of our clothes, we gonna take at least that stuff that's on that counter. Yeah, I feel so, I feel so bad for her. Like, I don't know. I just, um, that's kind of where my head was at. Like, I hate laugh when I did laugh at the memes or the parody I saw because in the parody on that was like, you know, she was like, I left and then I came back, but I left. And I'm just like, but you know what? I'm not going to lie. As I'm looking at her, she reminds me so much of me in a sense. Like, I probably would have sat there like that. And then, and then at the same time, like, I don't know if I would have. I would have done something crazy. Like I know I would have just had to make some type of statement on my own and it would not have been what she went into about the Bible and all of it and good man. I ain't watching it. You, oh, really? Because at first I wasn't going to watch it at all. And then <laughs> I had to go and watch it because I just wanted to know, like when they started talking about um, what she said, I was just wondering, like, you know, what all did she say? Just from the parody, I was wondering did, did she right. say something because I didn't think that she said anything at first. But because she was just sitting there, and um, I see Lauren Janelle says she needed her to blink twice. She was in a witness protection program. Um, but the thing was, she was so pretty to me. But I asked someone, I asked the guy, what did he think of the situation? I was just kind of curious because I feel like they tell a lot about a man if they gonna come in on this um on this or not. And he was like that he seemed honest and I don't know. He was like, he know the type of one thing he said that stuck out to me was that he knows the type of woman he chose. And I'm still waiting to understand. Oh, wait, he did say uh the type of woman he chose was like a woman that's within the church and you know, that might be why she was going along with him. Um, I just, I, the thing is, I interviewed him years ago. Really? Uh, several years ago. Yeah, before he got to be as big as he is now. But um, someone come in and said that it's like he was gaslighting, you know, making her do that video with him when he was really the one that was wrong as opposed to her having to sit and endure that. It seems like she was there by her um, own accord, but that just, it just didn't sit well. And it's just, you know, I just hate for another woman to have to go through that because you, this man has been everywhere talking about, you know, this relationships, this and relationships that a part of me even wondered, 
Like, what if this is all a, a scam or something? And what if he's they just doing this so to get put? Maybe he's ready to leave this part, uh, this chapter of his life. Or what if he's needing the publicity because now women are starting to ask why? Why are these male coaches always speaking to the women and not speaking to the men? You know, those were just some thoughts that I had about it. Like. It just seems so like so much, but I didn't realize that that the cheating happened last year. The way he was talking to me, it seemed like he was saying that um, this was just like last month. But I, I I didn't get to see the mistress. I wish I could have saw her, but I kind of don't at the same time because I just think his wife, though, you know, somebody will say she looks homely. That's what somebody. That's how somebody described her. But she just looked like an innocent person in a you know in a messed up situation in a humiliating situation. And I just think, you know, we're always doing these relationship goals and everything. But to be that woman that everybody knows this and the whole, oh, I know everything that went on, like none of that even matters to me. Um, I wouldn't want to know all of that. Sometimes you can know too much and it just that messes with your head even more. So I don't know. I want to see what he's going to do with this so-called next chapter. I wouldn't want to know. I wouldn't want to know, girl. Please give um tell Kelly hello because <laughs> what's her name one more time. Hey Ball. Kelly, I'm sorry. Um, now that's <laughs> what I was saying. Um, she was beautiful, but I, I me personally, I wouldn't have been sitting up there looking like that. Being a woman that's in the church, a lot some people said that men choose certain type of women because they know they're not gonna leave. I feel like I don't know if I will leave, especially if it's the first time he cheat. But the, he was like, he didn't cheat at Because at first he was like, and I did this. He was like, and I'm not going to lie. And I did it multiple times. And I'm just like, you know, <laughs> and I'm with you like, because <laughs> she kind of looked at him like, <laughs> mm -hmm. I just, I, why make her endure that? I'm with you. Why make her endure that? Why make her um, have to live through that? when you you messed up you know and it's one of those situations i seen where he was talking about john gray now real quick i was watching it and i was like because you know shade room had because baby john gray was like oh remember the video i put remember this remember that and he was like i mean he was like no you don't remember because i ain't put it i ain't make no video about you and what's going on with you or whatever because uh, Eric Jackson made a video about John Gray. Mm -hmm. But the part that I listened to about that video, it was true. It basically said, why do women have to endure so much yeah. to be to be the queen? Why we gotta be the ride or die chick? Oh, she stuck through she stuck with me through thick and thin, through all this stuff. Why I gotta deal with all of this before you say that I'm that before I could be that that person that woman for you why i gotta do that i just i just really want to know like are there men that don't cheat because i'm at this <laughs> point i'm being very honest like i just feel like every man does that's kind of how i feel like i'm being conditioned to think so it's almost i'm not gonna say why is it such a big deal but it's just getting to the point whereas you know but I agree about that, about John Gray. I did see that. And also, though, even the fact that he wanted to answer the shade room question kind of made me feel like he was being an opportunist because he knew that that video clip was going to get reposted. You know, like yeah. he's still trying to sell his book. So I don't know. 
But anything else you want to add to that before I go into the sponsor? Nope. You can go into the sponsor. All right. So the sponsor for this evening is Creative Cavalry. Creative Cavalry's goal is to motivate, aspire, and and I'm sorry, motivate, aspire, and inspire, M-A-I, their readers and beyond to live their lives with purpose, intention, and passion. You can follow them at creativecavalry.com or follow them on Instagram at creativecavalry. And just to spell that out, that's C-R-E-A-T-I-V-E-C-A-L-F-U-R-A-Y. All right. And let me bring our guest in Hi, um, this afternoon, guys, you know, we like men with beards. We have Quinn with black men with beards with us tonight. Um, I particularly, I think he was from New Orleans, so I really was like, okay, okay. I didn't know that. Now, now stuff making more sense. So, um, Quinn, why don't you tell what? Because I be put. I'm always no, thinking. no. Because I saw that. Um, I saw where she posted about Gary for the election, and I was like, okay, she's taking an interest in Louisiana election. So I was just curious about it. Oh, okay, okay. Well, why don't you give us a little background? Who you are? Let our um our audience know about you. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna apologize in advance because my toddler is right here. You're fine. So she she might interrupt a couple times. <laughs> okay. But um yeah, I'm I'm Quinn. I'm based out of New Orleans and yeah, we are interested in Louisiana politics because Louisiana is ranked fiftieth in the state for a lot of stuff. But um I am a photographer by trade. Um I've lived here most of my life. I'm not a I'm not originally from here. I moved here from Denver. Um sorry, I moved here. Yeah, moved here from Denver. Um, but uh, Black Women with Beards has been a major part of my life for the past, oh goodness, it's 2021, seven years, going on seven years this year. And um, it came about and just during a time when there's like a lot of tension in regards to the racial climate in America. And initially my intention was just to create a platform in particular and specifically for black men. It wasn't, it didn't really have anything to do with beards. Uh, and I really didn't know what to do to get started um, until one day my friend was venting to me about how he felt he was being discriminated against because he was a black man, but even more so because he's a black man with a beard. And if you're familiar with um, New Orleans and like New Orleans culture and heritage, like out here we come in like so many different shades. So even though he was a black man, um, he had like red skin undertones and he kind of had an Arab look and he felt he was being discriminated against because even though he's black, he looked like, you know, he was Arab and he is, um, he is Muslim. And it was at that point, I was like, well, maybe I'll just, you know, create like a profile dedicated to black men with their beards. And I started to do research. And when I tell you there was like nothing on the internet that catered to black men with beards. What I did come across was um, men who develop skin conditions because they shave their faces. Because you know, our hair grows, you know, in coils through our skin. And for men, when they shave, it creates um, uh, almost kind of like, uh, what do you call those? The name is slipping in my mind right now. 
Um, what is it when, you, when you're like shaving and you like um and the skin the hair grows into the skin? Yeah, razor bumps. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and so there was some information on it, but it how to treat it. Like the only way to treat it is to not shave. Oh, so yeah, and so like even when it came to like like beard care for men, there was like nothing on the market. I found two companies out in New York um, who happened to have beard care products of Scotch Porter and Beaver Brooklyn. They were the only ones really on the market. Um, but there was nothing else like literally on the market for black men. Like they had beard pages, but black men were like, I hate to call it like this, like a fly in the milk. That's how it looks. So you have like all these white guys and like a black man here. And then he was like ambiguously black. So I created black with beards. And then the account started to grow. Like, I think I stepped away three months and I came back and I had over like a thousand followers. And I'm like, I'm not even posting. <laughs> so I was like, well, maybe I have something here. Let me keep posting. And the account grew and grew and grew. And then we started doing other stuff. Like we did our first calendar in 2016. Um, we partnered with a bunch of different um, publishing companies. We were published twice in Essence, New York Times, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, I don't want to mispronounce this publication. It's like Mademoiselle something. Um, I can't remember. Madame Noir? Yes. I hope they're not watching this. Oh. <laughs> Look, I hope yeah. I'm saying it correctly too. I've never said it out loud. I just Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, and like a couple of other, um, other media outlets. But it, to, like, since then, it spawned like a whole movement. And I was kind of shocked by like where it started at and where it's become. Cause now it's like, you're a man is not interesting if he, unless he's like six foot with a beard, which I think is <laughs> ridiculous. I like yeah. It's, like it's crazy. With a beard. <laughs> as as there we go. Like <laughs> no judgment against guys that are against six feet. I'm tall myself, which is why I prefer, prefer oh. a tall man. But like the whole, like you gotta be six foot with a beard. I thought that was a crazy conversation on Twitter. Girl, I, I'm short, so that's why I'm like, as long as he's a little bit taller than me and he don't have a short man's complex. Well, oh, I, no, not the short how, man. I don't know how I um, stumbled across your page. It could have been Jay. Um, Jay all day, every day. I think that's her tag on. Um, mm -hmm. We yeah. went to high school together. Wait, so you're from New Orleans too? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's crazy. So you know Aaron then? Aaron Lester. Freeman? Mm -hmm. Freeman? That's my business partner. Oh, okay. Well, look at look at here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Yeah. No, I think you mentioned Aaron before. It's what I'm thinking. I have another friend, Aaron. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> There's lots <laughs> of we had a lot of Aaron's at 35. Yeah. <laughs> so I came across your page and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in heaven. Because I've seen a bunch of men <laughs> with beards, and I love the appreciation. And I did read um, some of your bio um, about maybe a year ago, saying that you didn't see it anywhere, so you just wanted to um, grow appreciation to that. So, are you particular for men with beards, or it was? See, I've always liked hairy men. That's my thing. Like I always, like, I was in middle school liking the men, the boys with the with the little mustache, with a little beard. Listen, and I went to Peters from middle school, so they was a little bit older than us because they weren't mm -hmm. supposed to be there. But I always liked the hairy man. So when, you know, 
do you have a point when you were just like, I just love beards or was it with this fad that's going on now? Um, honestly, it could go either way as long as he's, he's a good man. Um, because of, so some of the things that I've seen, cause I work, the industry I work in is very much like in the entertainment industry. So I see some things sometimes and like, when it comes to men and certain men, even the ones that like some of the popular guys that we work with, like I've seen things and I'm like, if only people really knew. So yeah, not spelling no names, but let's just say that as long as he's a good guy and he's got values and he's respectful toward women, I don't mind. If he has a beard, it, like I said, can go out of the way. Okay. Yeah, it can. Mm -hmm. But Derek Jackson ain't really got a beard, so. <laughs> <laughs> a part of me is glad that he cannot grow a beard because he get like before the you know the cheating scandal he already got a lot of flack from other men for spilling the g code so i was like if we would have posted any of his videos and then this would have came back around because he had a beard i would have been like you gotta be kidding me <laughs> well I, as i told anya i've actually interviewed him years ago but um, nobody probably remembers that. He probably don't even remember it. It's been so long ago and we were starting out and he was starting out. But yeah, I thought he was cool then. I didn't know. I mean, not to say he's not still a good person now, but this whole scandal thing. But I was just thinking, it seems like lot. you could have a beard. I don't know why. Well, I he don't stick with that little goatee, that the, the chin goatee. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there is some men that I just be like, you shouldn't have a beard. Like The Bachelor, I don't like him with a beard. The Black Bachelor. Yeah. I don't like him either. I don't like him with a beard. <laughs> like, certain men don't need a beard. No, and you know, I think that, um, so I know a couple guys that grow beards for different reasons. Like, one of my friends grows a beard because he's bald. And he feels like, unless he has a beard, like it doesn't look right that he has like this baby face on a bald head. It's kind of <laughs> contradicting. <laughs> and then um, another one. So I won't sit here and lie. Like without a beard, he's not as, as attractive. Attractive. So <laughs> I was like, when I first saw without a beard, and I was like, oh my god, you have to grow this back because I cannot <laughs> look at your face <laughs> with this beard. So for some guys, it's like uh, it's like makeup for them. And then others, it's like, okay, well, you could get away with it. Like to me, it's like you gotta like you can be good looking with or without one. But I can see why some guys definitely grow one. And then other times it's like, mm, I don't know about that. I mean, a beard is kind of like a hat for men, some some of them. Like don't Basically. some men you just want them to keep their hat on. Okay. Fancy what you got. Cause you look like you look, cause I'm just sitting here, I'm thinking, what about the um the fake beards? You know, like have you ever encountered any of those? Like, you know, you featured one. Okay. Okay. You featured someone um, and you discovered that, you know, they end up being that video that gets posted and everybody's like, oh my God, that's not even real. So um, it's very, I'll be honest, it's very difficult to tell when somebody has a fake beard on. Um, now, you can definitely tell when someone dyes it because it's not. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like a certain texture or like a consistency in the beard and it doesn't look natural. So like I've met, you guys know who Wade the Barber is? He's the guy who started like the male like um, hair installations, like the weave for hair, I mean the weave for guys. 
So we talked to him not too long ago because we interviewed him during Essence a few years ago. And um, he said that's starting to become more popular too because at first he was just doing installations for guys on their head. And now he gets requests for guys to do beard installations. And I think that's a little weird because <laughs> is it serious? Is it is it that serious that you have to get a beard? But for some guys, I guess, you know, they want to fit in maybe. I don't know if I would care. Because women wear weaves all the time, and I like to wear my hair any kind of way I want. I mean, so I don't know if I would care. I don't. I don't know if I've ever met a man who had one, a lace front beard. Babe, go get you need another lace front. But <laughs> I don't know if I've ever experienced that. I don't think that I would care. But I like bald head men too, so you don't need that. I would care. I, I can't see myself getting up with no man in the morning and him trying to put his beard on. Like, no, that is not. That is not attractive. Like, no. Let me help you, babe. Let me help you put that beard on. Put it on, it's up right here. Let me. Did you put your glue on? You right? gotta put the glue on, yeah. <laughs> no. Or what about trying to cut the beard out, like how you do the the um. The hair, you know, with the braids and stuff, and you got to go oh. through the little loops. I'm not, no, that's just too much. It's an interesting process, yeah. <laughs> it is an interesting process. Now I'm going YouTube how they put on fake beards because I'm I'm interested now. So how do you get your features? Um, before they would just randomly pick guys. And um, Aaron and I came to the conclusion that for us, because at first it was just like a passion project, we were just doing stuff for fun and spreading. But then um, what ended up happening was a lot of the guys that we're featuring and working with, like Shane Moisture scooped them up, Essence scooped them up. Oh. I was like, well, dang, like they're making money off of the guys that we're featuring. <laughs> so now guys pay to get featured. Yeah. Well, ain't nothing wrong with that. Get your coin, girl. Yeah, I was right. gonna ask how how do you monetize such a platform? You know, um, also because I was looking at the Instagram and then I see the well groomed life. So, is there a skincare brand that goes along with Black Men with Beards? Is that how it works, or can you explain that? Um, so, our demographic for Black Men with Beards is predominantly women. And keep in mind, initially when I started with beards, it was for the guys. 62% mm -hmm. of our followers are female and they don't care about any of the other things that we really do. <laughs> so we were, you know, we were like um, interviewing business owners. Um, we did a couple of events and featured some guys like, you know, just getting into the community and talking to guys are like making a change. But we noticed that when we would post things like wellness Wednesday or, or conversations around sex and relationships, like that really didn't get a lot of feedback. So the well room life came about as a space specifically for men. And we're actually preparing for a June launch or should I say a relaunch for it. Um, and we're going to have the same kind of. Mm. Then and, um, you know, interviews and sexual relationship, our events and stuff. And we do have, um, we do have a skin and beard oil called Iconic 38. Um, it was a project that we started back in 2018. And initially we were supposed to have like a whole line of products that fell through. So we ended up with just the oil. So right now we're trying to do our best to get rid of what we have left 
and we're just going to carry another product eventually. That's the goal right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. I know down here they have. Um, I'm in Dallas now. I've been in Dallas since I graduated, but they have. There is um, one. I can't think of it that that does beer care. They have all of it. The the um, like a beard facial. Everything. They have everything. Mm -hmm. Scrub all of that. They have going on. Hey, Sharona. <laughs> Um, another 35 alumni. <laughs> I know it's, it's not 35. <laughs> but um, I think it's, I, I like the concept of the whole thing. And then you had the um the grooming stuff with it. But why, I mean, I can understand why the oil may not. But yeah, get another product. Because I'm sure people, you know, since you have that, you should have a sponsor. Somebody who sponsors your page. If you're not going to carry the product, somebody who sponsors your page that does it because some guys don't know what to put on their face, their face. Yeah, that's one of the things that we've been talking about for a couple years. Um, we're actually looking at Scotch Porter to carry their products because they have a complete line. Um, and a lot, a few of the guys that we worked with in the past, like they were ambassadors to Scotch Porter, they swear by their products. Um, I think one of the biggest things that we hear often from men and I think this is just how boys and girls are just groomed differently when it comes to skin and like hair care in general. Like I've come across so many guys that put baby oil in their beards. And I'm like, you're not supposed to put that in your beards. They'll wash their face with like regular shampoo and then leave and then nothing else. Right. So it's like, you know, now that they have these beards and they want it, they don't even necessarily know how to care for it. And it's like, you know, it's like the hair on your head. You have to treat it like you would the hair on your head. So it means wash, conditioner, oil. And then when you're talking about skincare too, when you tell a man he needs to exfoliate this, the hair, I mean, the skin under his hair, they're like, what? I got to do all that? <laughs> they don't know, girl. They don't know. And that's the whole, that's the thing. That's why I was like, maybe carry a sponsorship with somebody. Because people want to buy it. I know, you know, there's been guys that I'm like, I'm just going to buy you some. I'm going to buy you some stuff, some products. Don't worry about it. I got you. Because of that. Yeah. They, um, women are, I don't think a lot of people realize this when it comes to market, marketing. Because even like for men's products, like women are the gateways into the homes. We do the grocery shopping. We pick up all the household things like toilet paper, paper towels, you know, dish, dish detergent. So I know a lot of women come to us and they'll ask us, hey, my man has his beard, but he doesn't know how to take care of it. And we do have a section on our website that talks about how to care for your beard. We just need the products to back it up. And once that's together, we'll be able to go with the full marketing plan. Okay. Fancy, you yeah. have anything? Well, um, not really. I just wanted to say that, you know, one thing I think is really attractive on a man is when they have the gray in their beard. So when you said that about the dying, that just kind of made me really <laughs> just think now I'm going to be reevaluating everyone's gray. Like, is this legit or is this looking a little, you know, the texture a little different or something? But I think that it's really cool that you've been able to build this brand in spite of not having a product, you know, um, or, or just having one that 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 you feel the best about. But um, what else? Like, do you think that you what about shirts or something? Do you all do anything like that? Merchandise? We do have merch. Um <laughs> 
Don't judge some of these quotes. Um, we started a whole movement around with that beard do. Must have beard to enjoy this ride. Save a bunch of beard. <laughs> that's a cute that, okay. they are they are cute we had to go in uh trademark some stuff because when we started pushing it like oh my god it was a mess like so many other companies started biting our stuff and it was like be serious but yeah we do sell merch for women and merch for guys as well we recently just released a new mug that says um i like my coffee like I like my beer, strong and black. I saw that. That's been selling pretty. Yes, yeah, it's, it's cute. It's clear and it's like real. It's kind of feminine. So yeah, most of the stuff is geared toward women, but we do have some stuff for guys too. Well, because we the ones who gonna buy it. We don't buy nothing. Yeah, women are oftentimes the decision makers for the household. Mm -hmm. I I just um think because you know with Swagger Magazine, like we've been trying to include more male content as well. And it's just weird how hard it is, it seems like, to reach the black man still. You know, you can set up something for them and then still, I'm not going to say not have their support, but just not see them show up, I guess. You know, you have the space, but are they going to show up for it? That seems to be such a odd thing. And actually, I would have thought that more black men would be within you all's um, audience, you know, within your demographics as opposed to the women, but I totally get it, but it's just still like a catch 22. Yeah, that's been a, that's been a struggle the past few years. Um, we've partnered with several men in the past and because of some of the things that have happened in the background, we have chosen to just at this point, anything we do will always be contracted out to other black women. Oh. Um, yeah, it's a part of it is, I think, just because, you know, the platform we created and we didn't anticipate like us creating a platform just for black men and then um, not really having the support of black men at the same time. Like we'll get support when, you know, they want to be seen, mm -hmm. <laughs> when they want to get posted and, you know, things like that. But um, some of our partnerships have, have fallen through. Here you go, baby. Um and sometimes some of them had ulterior motives. And what I realized was like, if we do anything at this point, especially when it comes to attracting other men, like for some reason, I'm not sure if that's just a disconnect in our community because I felt like men listen to other men. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's, that's a big thing. So anything we do now, like when it comes to putting on events and stuff like that, you, it's gonna be mostly women behind the scenes. And then we use our ambassadors to draw in the guys. Yeah. So yeah, they serve a purpose, but um, until I guess that disconnect is connected in our community, we've kind of had to take charge. Wow. At least you found a way to work through it though. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We're still trying to figure it out, but um, what you just said, I mean, so I, I really like that. And it kind of even gave me an idea because it's almost like you just focus on the women's still in which that's what we've done, but it's just still weird. I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. I almost want to say it's social media, but it is social media. So a lot of people don't do social media like that. But um, yeah. you said they don't or they do? They don't. No, a lot of men don't. I mean, they a lot of men, and then I, I find it unattractive for a man to just sit on social media all day, but they to me still do. 
now what they're looking at but i don't i don't think they're like actually scoping out like you know what i mean like pages and so on and let me go look for this i don't think they do that so maybe that's why there is a disconnect as well they don't have that um i don't know incentive could be the incentive so what we found every single time the incentive and i hate to say this incentive is always sex or sexy women yeah because that's where all the that's when i get it because like um we do have them show up then when you post a, a woman and then it's the craziest thing it's like you know this is not their page but they'll be leaving comments like oh you're so beautiful da, 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 da. you know and you know this is not this person's page but the comment is to the woman directly so yeah i totally get it when yeah. <laughs> it's hard out here in this internet in these internet streets Yes, I feel like social media has definitely changed the way that we interact and communicate with each other. Like it's almost, it's become more difficult to create or maintain interpersonal skills without it. Like even when you try to date, like you just have so many more options. You don't necessarily have to sign up for like paid dating services. You can just slide in somebody's DMs or even like the whole shooting your shot, like leaving a comment. That's like one way of people getting your attention. So it's 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 different in on social media now. Okay. Uh, and did you have any other questions? No, I do not. Okay. Well, Quinn, is there anything? Um. Oh, you shared what you had coming up next, right? Other projects or anything else that you like? Um. It's nice to know that you are in Dallas because we will be hosting an event in Dallas coming up on Juneteenth. So okay. we will have to keep you guys in the loop about that. Yeah, you haven't made the announcement yet. Would you say? She's in Baton Rouge, I'm in Dallas. Oh, you're in Baton Rouge? I'm in Baton Rouge, yeah. So like, if you're having anything, you know, closer towards my end, you can definitely let me know. Yeah, definitely. We, um, we're, we've been trying to, well, we were supposed to do this before COVID, but we were supposed to do something for young boys, young black boys in New Orleans last year um you know especially for at-risk youth or boys that grew up without you know a father figure in the home so we actually had something planned with a couple of the guys out here and hopefully next year around prom or graduation we can do it again if they're back um, in school yeah that'd be nice especially for boys because i don't ever hear that they do the dresses for the girls but i never hear of anything else right. yeah it's actually something similar um, similar for the boys. It was um, supposed to be like donating like ties, teaching boys how to do ties. Oh. Um, yeah, something like that. And then we were actually going to work with a stylist to style a few boys for their prom. Oh, that would be um, nice. Yeah, it would have been nice. And like, a, it was supposed to be like a, a brunch type situation. So we'll see next year if, you know, the restrictions are a bit, uh, they're a little easier. Keep us in a loop. You have my email. You know, definitely. Yeah. I've been shining some light on that. Yeah. And I'm going to have to tell Aaron, like, I didn't know you were from, New I mean, you went, you were from New Orleans and you went to 35. Cause I sent her the original email and I was like, hey, do you want to do this? She's like, yeah, sure. And that was the last we discussed. And I'm like, well, I'll just do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'll yeah, have to I, tell her that. I want to sound older. I graduated in 99. Okay, I pretty sure Aaron graduated in 
Either O2 or O3, one of those. Mm-hmm. I think she was either freshman yeah. or sophomore. Because Jade is younger than me as well. But anyway, thank you so much <laughs> for being a part of the podcast. Um, Theories and Thoughts podcast today. You guys can find Quinn and Aaron, um, Black Men with Beards, on um, Instagram. And is it on Facebook as well? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the website is blackmenwithbeards.com. If you um also you can find them at the Well Groomed Life on social media as well. Men get into this; it's a celebration of you. So why not? Why won't you? Right. Yeah. So, Thank you guys right. for having me. You're welcome. Thank you. Right. Bye. Bye, you guys. Bye. That was cool. Yeah. I don't really want to be here, so you know. <laughs> Well, what? nothing. Oh, do you have your tumbler handy? Um, yes, I do. But, huh? I don't know why I never seem to have the right banner for that. But yes, I do have my tumbler handy. You can still call it out. We do still have our tumbler right there. We still have our tumbler on sale for thirty-five dollars. If you would like to support theories and thoughts podcast, we are trying to do some new things. So get into it we do have the um the show will be coming um here soon i know we keep saying that but it is we we have the trailer let me tell you that trailer is ready. yeah we're gonna have to share it i just need to figure out how to share it first <laughs> so we're gonna have to um have to share it but you guys i'm real we're excited about the talk show we hope that you guys receive it as it is done and then we'll do some other um some other shows as always you can find me at link tree back um is that forward slash or backslash i don't know ladies l-a-d-i-c-e-o fancy okay and guys you can find me um at fancy swagger on all platforms um and then my link tree is fancy thoughts so link tree forward slash fancy thoughts with an s and um also check out the website at swagger.net which is S-W-A-G-H-E-R dot net. And I think that's everything. Um, no, I have on my, oh. oh. Go ahead. Yeah. I was gonna say earrings are from Sunita's Designs. Um, her spring collection has dropped. I love these, light, they go with everything. I even mm-hmm. had them in that photo shoot that I did. So get at her about these. And she have different designs of them, so. Okay. And I have on my Black Media Matters shirt today. Look, I'm trying to show it. But, <laughs> but um, guys, you all can order that from the website. It is up. The price, the sizing is more so male size, though. So, um, you know, if you're worried about it being too big, I know someone said their shirt was kind of big, then I would suggest you order down a size. Hmm. Also, it looked like somebody put all the, um, all the links in the comments. Probably Jermail. Yeah, Jermail. So you guys can check all that out. Um, the Black Media Matters tea, the issues, the subscription, all of that is on there. So I have nothing else. You fancy? No, that's it. Thanks, y'all. Peace and blessings. I can never show my hand when I wave. <laughs>